0: to Wolfpack Woman. I'm Denise. And I'm Susie. And I'm Vivi. (laughs) And uh, today we have Vivian (laughs) (laughs) Pakos. She is a holistic lifestyle coach and creator of the Harmony
1: program. Welcome Vivian. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for inviting me into this uh, yeah, no, You're welcome. You're
0: welcome. I, I really wanted to have you on because obviously you're a fellow coach like us, but you do things a bit differently. And also, um, I kind of wanted to find out a bit about your journey as well. Um, because normally with the the podcast, we we really um uh, speak to people who have gone through some sort of emotional pain, and then um, what sort of freedom that they have found, what processes they've gone through, um, and just talking a bit about their journey and and how and how they've got to where they are now, so freeing themselves from their emotional pain. So, um, yeah, if you want to just tell uh, people a bit about what you've kind of gone through and and, uh, where you're at now.
1: Okay, I will try to cut it short. Um, I think my spiritual awakening started about six years ago, and uh, I kind of had enough of putting this fake mask on. And uh, I just wanted to be the right girl for for my work, the right girl for my parents, the right girl for for anything around me. And uh, I think I just got to the point where I wasn't happy what I was doing, who I was with. And um, when I set free on all of those, um, I think that was the moment. I, I think I lost everything within a short space, like four months. And um, I remember walking in the street and saying, I don't I I don't think there's anything bad going to come out of this. I think something amazing is going to happen. And it looks scary, but I think when you lose um, most of the things that you built in life and they all go within a short space of time, you kind of you kind of, I was actually excited the first time in my life, I wasn't scared, I was excited about it. And then- What did um, you lose? Sorry? What did you
0: lose in that short space of time?
1: Um, so we were building a, um, a gym with my friend and then um, we didn't agree on a lot of stuff. So I decided not to work with her anymore um, because of the, I lost a friend, I lost a business, I lost, lost clients. Um, and then also I had a um, who I was with with eight years. And then short short after that, we broke up. And then so everything I knew, my home. The first time in London, I felt I'm home. I had my own furniture. So like, it's very hard to explain to someone who, who never lived in a different country. For the first time in like seven years, I, I felt I have a home. And uh, I'm not an outsider. And to lose that, it was kind of heartbreaking. And, um, and then when it's all gone away, I remember moving into um, this room, who is literally my, my uh, loves room, because my, because Regan, who is my uh, fiance right now, offered me to move in with his mum. And uh, so I was in his room, that was my kind of recovery time and he helped me out and at that time we didn't have anything between us and and i was just laying down in that room in that bed and and i remember i have literally a few bags of clothes with me nothing else and i was like jesus christ how did i end up this is crazy after all those years of working to work something and i know what i want i want to have family uh, we had our little house um Business, a friend, and then, and then, and it just didn't make me happy. So after this, um, I kind of um, started to have panic attacks, and um, and yeah, something just wasn't right. I was really happy, and I know I'm at the right place, but all these panic attacks kind of uh, just hardened my life on a daily basis. And um, they would come anytime and I just wouldn't be able to breathe and I would feel like I'm going to die. So Regan had to deal with that. And um, and I think I started to feel like I don't want to do person training anymore. Um, I feel like there's more meaning to life. I can't talk about diets anymore. I'm out of this loop. I, I don't want to um, have another client who just w- w- want to work their, their booty. Uh, and I was like what is it that I'm going to do with myself if I'm not a personal trainer or a fitness girl then who am I and then I don't like everything that I knew about me was kind of fading away and I was like I, I don't know which direction to take but just to so bring- then um,
0: the people who are listening yeah? you always wanted to be a personal
1: trainer right that's yes like since yeah, since I left school uh, from Hungary, I, I think I did about seven courses in schools that is around personal training. So that was all my, always my intention to be a fitness model and be on stage again, because I used to be a dancer and to train people. But again, psychology was always part of it. I always wanted to make people feel good about themselves and it's not about the body so um, I felt like I'm more like a holistic type person trainer but I didn't attract those type of people at that time and it wasn't fulfilling for me because what what I wanted to take them they didn't want to go so I wanted them to to love their body but they were the kind of clients that just wanted to look good so we kind of didn't agree on that and then and then I got in touch with Denise and I was like, I don't know what you're doing. You talk about emotions. I don't know actually what you're doing, but I read your story and it's very similar to mine. So whatever you're doing, please take, you, take, uh, take me with you because where I am right now, I'm not really happy. So that's when Denise introduced me to uh, emotional healing, emotional acceptance. And uh, I started my journey of healing my past traumas, all those fears that I have built in the past years. And and it was painful because the person who I know was slowly faded away. And I was like, I'm in between these two people that who I'm going to become and who I was. And this middle bit was like, I don't know, it was crazy because... I didn't make any money I didn't have any security and then we were planning to leave London and I was like I'm going to make this and I don't know somehow Regan is always there being my angel somehow universe always sends you someone to take care of you while you're in your process of becoming a, a different person and then uh, he looks after me for that year and then kind of I feel like everything is taking off now. So it's taken me almost a year and a half to to finish this process. And then now I'm kind of feeling which direction I'm going. And we also moved back to Hungary, which again, I didn't want to move back to Hungary. I wanted to work with people uh, from England, but I feel like I'm attracting more Hungarians. Um, Again, My intuition was saying that I have to work with Hungarians about a year and a half ago. I didn't start it the first time. I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to you. You're always more clever than me. So I started to um, pay more attention for um, people from my home. And I feel like everything is taking off much quicker than when I wasn't listening to my intuition. And emotional healing has helped me to kind of decondition myself everything that i learned from my parents from society and i feel like i was used to be a girl who just wanted to be right for for her environment and i wanted to do things to please others so i was a chronic people pleaser that's for sure um and then now i feel like I'm okay on my own being in this room and no one loves me and I'm okay with that. But it, had, it took me a year and a half to get to a place where even if my parents don't agree with me, even if my environment don't agree with me, I'm okay sitting on my own and loving myself. And I think that was the turning point where I accept everyone's opinion. I understand it. But if I don't agree with it, I don't have to. Follow through, um, and the first person I have to look after is myself. Like you learn it in um, first aid, the first person that you have to save is yourself. And if you don't put yourself into danger in regards to save someone else's life, then you can go, but you always have to be the first. So I'm gonna go by that. And even sometimes it looks selfish, but if I don't have strength in me, then there's I can't give it to anyone else. And then I learned from David Puckett that this is a very important message that I got from him years ago when I did some hypnotherapy with him. He said, poor people can't help poor people. And then at that time I understood, but I couldn't use it. And then now I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely doing that. Um, so yeah, this is my little story of the past few years, and um. And now I'm I'm more in contact with contact with my heart and and my intuition, so it's much easier to make decisions based on love and trust. I'm just trusting life more than ever. I'm not it's like what I teach to my clients that don't trust people, trust life, that is always going to put you where you need to be. Life is like your mother, always need, always going to give you what you need, not what you want. Is only father going to give you what you want, and when you're ill, father's going to give you a toy or I don't know something materialistic, and mommy's always going to be there to give you soup or, or something that's going to make you feel better. So life is your mother, and it's always going to give you what you need. So trust life and, and stop being a victim. That's what that's what made a big difference. Because I think I used to be the biggest victim ever that is always my environment um and then now i'm just like i'm just looking at my options and i make my decision based on how i feel and before i react at first i first kind of sit down with it and feel it cry out understand myself where is it coming from and then react so does what, it, like, what does it mean to you then to, to be authentic authentic um <clears throat> Usually this is an interesting feeling that comes up to me. Um <clears throat> when I feel like, oh my god, I shouldn't say this, I shouldn't post this, I shouldn't talk about this. When I feel that, that's when I feel like I'm pressing it down. And for me, it's very hard. Because every time, every time I try to speak my truth, I feel like I'm being shut down. And I think I'm going to being shut down as long as I'm not being off, I'm not. I'm not being brave to be authentic. So, when this feeling comes up, up, I know I'm trying to be authentic, but something pulls me back. So, I am practicing to speak my truth without, I don't want to see without caring what other people think or because I don't hurt anyone. Again, they're being triggered by what I say. Again, it's not my thing, it's their thing. They have to deal with that. But it's very hard because in the back of my head, there's always something. Oh, don't say that. What if you're going to hurt someone? And it's very hard to be authentic because nowadays everyone being um, this perfect word that I've been hearing for about two years now. Offended. Everyone is offended nowadays. And it's very hard to be authentic in the world when everyone is offended by everything. Again, they're not being offended, they're being triggered and they... You know we know we have to look at those things but yeah it's it's hot i think it's very hard especially nowadays because <laughs> you're going to be offended by your color your religion who you love it's just it's very hard to speak the truth very hard because as soon as you do that people come in and give it to you yeah so i think it's harder than ever nowadays but yeah, authenticity, speak your truth. I guess.
0: Yeah, I always felt like for me, the um, to be authentic was to come from a place of, um, like a non-emotional place. So by yes. clearing the emotions, um, you can come. Yeah, so that you are not seeing the world in some sort of emotional lens, and you're able to yeah. see clarity. But then to be authentic. There's almost, it feels like there's almost different levels because what you said really resonated with me. Um, in order to pe- speak your truth, then you are being yourself, right? You're not holding yourself back. And in that sense, it's the same, 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 but different. Mm-hmm.
1: I understand what you're saying as well. <laughs> yeah. If I look at people who are successful, um, they, they are authentic. But what I see is they're always speaking their truth. They're being battered with comments and, and you know, people don't agree with them, but they're speaking their truth. But if you look at them, they are successful because they're not copying anyone. They're just being themselves. And this is why they are successful. And if you click on or just look at any people who really made it without Hollywood and, <clears throat> yeah, <clears> throat> I throw- <clears> throat. up. I don't it have feels- it, it feels like there's different
0: levels of it. Like I feel like in, um, and I guess where you are and where I am, it's almost like a similar place where things are starting to build, uh, are yeah. starting to create more. And as you do that, there's, your voice is starting, you're starting to be seen, you're starting to be heard. And, um, and I guess as that gains momentum and more people see you and more hear you, then the more comments you're gonna get. Yeah. Um, but in essence, Because it's a gradual growth and it's not like you're not being seen straight away by millions of people, um, Mm. you have time to acclimatize to that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Consistency, right? Like you Mm. need to be consistent with your authenticity. And this is why when when people see that you're always consistent with what you're saying and what you believe in, um, that's when when I think you can reach out to more people. Yeah. And I feel that with my fellow Hungarians that I am more authentic than them because I know where they come from. We always used to be victims. If you look at our history, if Hungary would be a woman, she was raped. She was literally picked apart, robbed, like everything that you can imagine. So it's in our nation to be a victim. And always pray for god that god is going to help us but no you need to help yourself like god is not going to help you if you're sitting in your front room watching tv and so you have to do something about it and i feel like when i talk to them that is, it is the biggest issue that poor me uh, i am here because of you that is literally everyone and i used to be there and sometimes I'm still playing that card and I always tell myself, come on, stop it now. Get up. Face it. It's going to be fine. You can do this. So this is why I feel like I'm closer to them because they have a very different history. And if you look at English people, they always used to be champions. They was all, yeah. So they don't even know they have a problem. Why would they have a problem? They are champions, you know. They're their heart is made of flying like no I can do this I deserve I deserve it all it's very very interesting when we talk with Regan and he's coming from a different uh, history than me and it's like you used to be the exactly the opposite to my country you used to be the victims being like literally punched in the stomach every day and then you used to be the one getting it up. and our the way that we see life is very different the way that we see money is very different everything comes in so easily for me it's like everything is a battle and i have to force myself to believe and i deserve it mm. so history makes a big difference in our in our recent- interesting.
0: yeah I've, I've never heard of it like that and it makes sense um and you see it every day at the moment where either people are seeing uh britain at the moment to be a nation that's pretty pathetic <laughs> um and the way that it's dealing with stuff, um like doing like not so well in the current like uh climate. And but I I don't know if some people think that they like Britain is see like they they might be seeing it as actually, no, they're they're not, they're doing really well. I think they're handling everything really well. You know, these lockdowns are all good for everyone. Um I don't know. But um they're I I totally, uh, what you're saying really resonates. Susie, do you, do you, I feel like you've got something to say about this.
2: I think authenticity, when you think about it, is that you're being real, ain't you? You're being true. You're being honest and you're walking in your truth. And that's the difference when we think about people that are speaking their truth. They are real. They are sharing what they're sharing, what they believe is true through their experience, aren't they? Um, and I think you, you made some really good points about, you know, if I think about my parents and they were immigrants when they came um, to the country and um, how, how do we perceive the world through through our religions, shall I say, or our how we were brought up in different castes, different religions, because it's not really spoken about. And what, what do we think about England as a whole? Um, and I, I love the fact that how Vivian had said it so raw and so perfect in the way that she was talking about how her life was just crumbling, you know, with all these episodes. And 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 we all, we I think we all get to that point before we become seekers of the truth. I'm going to say because I guess it uh, it resembled a bit of how I felt that. Um, we have one thing go, go off in our life, like a broken relationship, and you just think you can cope with that, and then something else happens, and then something else, and it's like, you end up in a cycle of all these events, rather than just one thing, because you don't know how to deal with that one thing properly, you know.
1: Yeah, we never learned how I to it, deal with that, at that
2: time. No, yeah, no, so I think it was great the way you just said how, how it was for you, And I think a lot of people can relate with that, that um, you are, you know, when 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 did you realize that you were at breaking point and you needed that support? Oh, obviously, being friends with Denise and seeing her posts.
1: Is that I, I have always questions. Why am I this emotional wreck? I hate being in my body. I can't deal with this anymore. I don't know how what to do with it. I feel like a normal person should not go through emotional episodes like me. And it was just, I remember being 22, 23, and I had this anger in me. I just wanted to, I had this rage in me. I was like, I can't control myself. I hate this Vivian. I don't know who is she, but I hate being in her body. And then I think I tried hypnotherapy. That was very helpful. A very similar technique that I used uh, with emotional healing, emotional acceptance. And uh, it was the same, just feel your, feel your emotions. And then when I learned what emotion is, why why don't we we don't we never learn about emotions in school? But you know the Pythagoras, uh, I don't even know how the, you call it in English. But you know stupid stuff about history everyone lied about. But you don't know about your <laughs> immune system, your your how your emotions work. Like everyone cries, everyone has emotions. And also there's another thing we don't talk about is death like everyone's gonna die and yet you fear fear it the most how how can we how can we not be okay with that there's two things that when you're born there's two things that are 100 sure you're going to die at some point everyone thinks they're gonna live until 80 and 90 <laughs> how can you believe in that like where where does this come from and then the other one everyone has feelings and everyone has same immune system works the same way, and your digestive system. No one knows about it. We don't learn about these stuff. Like, how can you not know that? Is this like you're living in it? Like girls know more about makeup than you know what's happening in your immune system or your digestive system. I'm like, Jesus, it, it crazy.
2: Yeah. The thing sometimes
1: cool. I think about it. It's like,
2: oh <laughs> yeah and that's one thing um Britain you know England has to look at because the education system I mean a lot of people say come in here the education is great but we're still not teaching the basics like you said everybody feels everybody has emotions I used to work in domestic abuse and kids used to come into school and you would never know they had a battle with their mum or dad before they showed up, because they always had that smile on their face. They didn't even have breakfast, and it won't be till dinner time. They're telling me that they're hungry, that they need some. It. So you're so right there. Oh. You know, we're taught to hide. Yeah. We're taught with that mask, like you so said. Vivian.
1: Try to be authentic when the whole world is trying to push you down. From the day, from the day one you sit in on that chair in school. From from that moment, you can't be yourself. You only you know have to do what everyone else is doing how can you study everyone how can you study the same thing that everyone else is studying how can i some someone like me who's artistic and likes to dance and likes emotions and at that time when i was a kid i could speak to my dead grandma how can me study mathematics and all these logical stuff like how how can you push me to do something that i'm just so far away from and then doing these exams based on your memory because it's not knowledge it's memory it's not your knowledge your knowledge is what you download through the universe to through this collective knowledge when you're meditating you can't learn it from a book that's not your knowledge it's just it's absolute crazy the more i learn about it the more i'm like Jesus, I, I'm gonna have a lot of work with my kids. <laughs> of, of how to keep them, them, and not let them. I was asleep for twenty-seven years. How did that happen? Twenty-seven years lost of doing what society wants me to do. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you're
0: basically um, is it the whole uh, round peg and and square? <laughs> or yeah. The, yeah and it's it, it you're 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 trying to um imprint something that doesn't need to be imprinted that like i'm i was speaking to a lot of uh, mums who are currently like really stressed because they're having to work and um do homeschooling and you know they're obviously freaking out because they're not able to keep up with the curriculum or whatever it may be and and my argument is why is it important like (laughs) you teaching them like screaming at the top of your lungs or whatever to try and get hammer two plus two like why you know why are you putting so much pressure on yourself to do that because it's not important it really isn't important like like you said teaching your child to be able to access wisdom versus memorize something there's no like growth there. It's very limited, short-sighted. Yeah. And even um, I know that like Aussie school is a, uh, a church school and uh, given the uh, situation, there is no sense of trust. There's no faith um, that everything is gonna be okay. Um, there's the sense of, okay, we can be happy, we can be positive. And uh, the, the any sort of mindfulness stuff that they have forwarded has been just like focusing on like noise and, and really bad noise. Like <laughs> uh, one of the videos, it was just like banging and crashing, car honking. Do you know what I mean? I was just like, ah, what is this? This is wrong. <laughs> to switch it off. Like nothing calming, no sort of um, yeah. It is mm. bizarre and and the whole concept of faith, I, I believe that is um, what children need to hear. Um, and the fundamentals of it is like, obviously be kind, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's, um, it's not really encompassed in a way. It's almost like a separate lesson as opposed to a sense of being. Does that make sense? Mm. And it's yeah. not taught like that at all. And if anything, I know that um parents who take send their children there, they're sending their children there because it's a good school versus oh well, you know, they're talking about the G word, you know, God. <laughs> so it's um, you know, what did you do today? Oh, we learned about God, and 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 when they say that, it's a bit like oh, okay. Um, but actually, if there if there was more belief then would we all be freaking out you know right now if we actually trusted that everything was going to be okay and that everything is in our highest interest
2: um yeah and with their but like a- you said we're not taught that are we we're not taught that you've got too many people interested in what social media say and uh, we go down that you know rabbit hole of um filters and it's not real what we see at the minute is not real but it's how we've been conditioned out of you know like I said the government the 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 media they um you know portray it to be such a bad you know it's a negative bias isn't it and that's what's being um inflicted on the world right now isn't it you don't see many people that are gonna get on with their life and I guess you do, but it depends what you're looking at. Where are you going? Where are you eating? What you're doing, and all that jazz.
0: So, Vivian, can you tell us a bit about what your harmony program is all about? Like, is it? Do you work with women, or do you work with men
1: and women? So, I have only—I had a few men as well, but harmony concept is for women, and um, I attract mostly from. 26 to like 40 Mm. that's what i would say that most women that i attract there they would be in that age bracket and um, they're usually women who are um, a little bit lost and uh, they feel that um, in the harmony is literally the three most important thing when it comes to your soul your emotions uh, what you're putting into your body and movement and usually these women Um, coming from a place of they want to lose weight or they want to eat healthier but also they are on the verge of like I I don't even know how to eat healthy when I'm exhausted and angry and and stressed then then I I can't focus on uh, making my body feel better so I created this concept based on everything I have learned and then two years ago I put uh, emotional healing into it and when I created this, I didn't even know I'm going to join with you and we're going to work together. And I knew the mindfulness is missing from it. So, so emotional healing was, actually, the third, um, the third wheel that I needed to create this concept. So when it came in, I was like, perfect. Now I know how I'm going to do this because it was when I was putting it together, something was missing in it. I didn't really know how to teach mindfulness. And the reason I didn't know because I didn't do it myself. So um, now the way I'm building it up is three months minimum. In the first month, we are only um, getting rid of blocks and and, uh, emotional traumas and trying to get in touch with our heart and intuition and feelings. Um, There are a lot of um, deep um, um, traumas coming up with some women, we're doing womb healing. Um, again, don't ask me where did I learn it. I'm, I don't know. I, I'm just good with good good with it. I don't know how, but I just I just let my intuition to guide me. So we do womb healing. Um, I'm really good at um, helping people to um, let go of their um, loved ones if they lost anyone from family friends. That I'm really good with that. Um, we kind of let go of the pain that they are not in their lives anymore. And also I I help them to meet them again so they can have a chat. And then when they come back, they come back calm and they feel, I feel like they get an answer that they never got. Um, And I kind of help them to understand what are these emotions are. And, uh, and then in the second month, Uh, we're going to go into nutrition but it's naturally flowing so once we got rid of all these traumas and blocks then we then they are actually asking for it what can I eat Um, I feel like I'm not feeding myself but is that cool so they usually ask me so the the process that I've built up is such a natural process even if I wouldn't teach them this is how would you do it first you want to feel good then you're going to start eating healthy and then you're ready for movement so this is a, such a natural process anyway for us. So the second month, we are still doing some releasing work, and, and then on the top of it, they are starting to eat healthier. They're sending me pictures what they're doing, and I try not to interfere too much. I try to just guide them. Um, I give them the basic knowledge. Try not to. Um, I don't want them to do any diet. I want them to feel what they eat and and how food makes them feel. So they become more conscious. If I eat this and I feel slow and tired, then it's not good for my digestive system. But if I feel perfect and active afterwards, then I had the right thing. So this is what I helped them with. And I created a little just um, um, program for the food of how to... Um, a yogurt together. How to put a smoothie together? How to put a lunch together? So to make sure that they have everything uh, that they need. And and then in the third month, uh, depending how we are um, doing with emotional healing and the food, if everything went well and they don't need more help on that, then I do a month of uh, training with them. So we actually do um, Zoom training, and I take them through some mobility and some whatever they need and then right now I just finished with the client and she wants to carry on doing the the training so that's an option as well so she learned everything she needed to and then now we're going on to the movements so now we're going to just train every single week and I always say if you sometimes want to have a meditation instead we can do that um so yeah so I'm just putting all my knowledge in whatever I've learned in the past 10 years and then uh, I think is a is a good setup if someone wants to learn about a lifestyle change rather than a diet, rather than a a crazy workout routine. You've got it all here. Mm. So that, yeah, this is what what Sounds I have. Really good, Sounds really good.
0: Yeah, it is. It is like a lifestyle thing. It's like how to basically manage life, how to be healthy, yeah. how to, yeah, how to be fit and healthy in all aspects. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. My well, goodness. thank you so much for uh joining us and sharing. And, and anyone that's interested uh in doing uh, Vivian's programme, I will put all the information you can get in touch with Vivian and um apply to um her program. And uh yeah, thank you very much and hopefully come back. Thank you so much. <laughs> sounds brilliant, didn't it? Yeah, no, it sounds awesome. It was really good. Thank you so much. Bye, bye. 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 <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and if you enjoyed this podcast please subscribe to keep yourself updated for the next episodes. Bye bye for now.